Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited to introduce my friend Olivia Headland to the Soul Eats First podcast. She's a friend of mine from college, and I wanted to have her on today to just create a space for her to share all of her knowledge. Um, She's a functional nutritional therapist, so she helps people in their journey of healing their body through proper digestion, by balancing hormones, helping people balance blood sugar, and by just being a teacher of all things nutrition and functional foods. She is so intelligent and there's just so much good information in this episode for anyone and everyone. And at the end, she will share where you can find her and how to connect with her. So without further ado, here is our conversation. Hello, Olivia. Hi, Molly. How's it going? Going good. Thank you so much for your willingness to share this space with me. Yes, of course. I'm so excited to chat all things nutrition, health, wellness, and all that. I love it. Um, So I just am so inspired by what you're doing, and I wanted you to have a chance to give my audience a little insight as to what you are doing and your intentions and just the work you do every day. So take it away. Yeah, wow, thank you. Well, I am Liv. To those that don't know me, I am a functional nutritional therapist, which is like a a fancy name for just um, a nutritionist who really takes a food-first approach to kind of bring our body back to balance. So I work one-on-one with clients to help address the root cause to their chronic health issues, which so many of us are struggling with um, through really using, like I said, a food as medicine approach and kind of peeling back the layers of why we're not feeling good, why we're feeling sick, um, why we're having these health issues so our bodies can restore balance. And something I'm a big proponent of is that like our bodies want to work for us. Our bodies want to be healthy. They want to be happy but our world is so um, consumed with toxins, chemicals, bad emotions, like unhealthy relationships, unhealthy food, that type of thing, that it just builds up so much on our bodies and creates us um, to be in this constant state of chronic illness. So very passionate about the fact that our bodies can kind of do the work for us if we give them the right nutrients, which is kind of where my food first um, approach comes in. So that is kind of what I do, a nutritionist. And then I also really utilize my social media platform to just kind of educate and show how eating healthy and having like a more wellness-based lifestyle can be super fun and easy. Wow, I love that. And I am curious to know how you got started on this path because I realized kind of when we're in the standard American diet way of life and kind of unconscious about what we're putting into our body and then we have this I feel like a lot of people I talk to have this common sort of thing that leads them to creating a more holistic lifestyle for themselves. And Mm -hmm. I love connecting with people over this because it's always something so different that brings them to like Mm -hmm. an awakened state around health and wellness and realizing that it's not um, diet oriented. It is Mm -hmm. a lifestyle. And once you tap into that, it is so, so beautiful. And so I just wanted to 
ask kind of how you got started with all of this. Yeah, so I feel like like most people who get into this space, it kind of starts with like you something that you feel is kind of not right in yourself. And so my main thing was like actually like not food or truly like a body chronic illness. Mine was always that growing up, I just had such bad anxiety. Like I was always such an anxious kid. Like it was a joke, like, oh, Olivia is just anxious. Like I was just always kind of an on edge kid. And I just thought it was like my personality trait. Like I thought it was just normal to be anxious about things. And then I think it kind of, um, just continued to develop. And in high school, I remember it getting really bad. Like I just felt like my body and mind were literally out of control. And I was like, what the heck is happening? And I had a friend who like went to the co-op, her family kind of like grew their own vegetables and she was just like a little hippie vibe. And so she um, kind of got me into like little wellness things like essential oils, drinking kombucha, like just like the classic wellness things you think of. And I noticed such a big difference with like my state of mind and how I felt, um, regardless of if like the kombucha and essential oils and the walks were like really, really, really helping me just like that calming way of lifestyle. I think of wellness as such a calming thing. Um, and so that just kind of opened my eyes up to the fact that now looking back, me having all this knowledge that I could like regulate my nervous system doing relaxing things. Um, and so anxiety was really where my, um, my love for health and wellness started because it made me feel so much better. Um, but I, of course, grew up eating the standard American diet, like fake cheese, all the bread, like just all the things that are like so processed and probably contributed to my anxiety and not feeling well. Um, and then I feel like I was just kind of surface level into wellness things. And then in college, is when I became much more into wellness and especially the food aspect um, because I think you can probably agree with our college experience. Um, I didn't feel very healthy. I was drinking a lot of alcohol. I was eating a lot of processed foods. The environment, you're with a bunch of kids who are trying to find their way. It's just like, um, it's just a lot of pressure and it kind of breeds a mentally and physically unhealthy ground and that is how I felt in college um and I've always been a big foodie I've always loved food just not necessarily healthy food and so in college I just felt like super unaligned I didn't really know what my path was going to be and then I was like wait I love health I love wellness I love food like why don't I look into a nutrition program um and so that's when I did the nutritional therapy association program and I did that I think my junior or senior year of college alongside my other classes and that just like I, I feel like it was just destined for me for like that to be part of my life path because then I started learning about how foods can contribute to anxiety um, and how you can restore your body to balance and kind of all the things that I said is what I do and kind of what my purpose is. Um, I just learned so deeply that food can be medicine and I started using food to help my anxiety and um, kind of the symptoms I was feeling. So that is my story a little bit with anxiety and just like um kind of feeling a little bit out of place in nutrition and wellness really helping me feel like I found my place and just like feel more comfortable in my own body wow I love that I I wanted to mention for those of you who don't know me and Olivia went to the same college and I've referenced this a few times in my own episodes mm -hmm. same kind of 
similar vibe with me where through college it's just it's a little bit of a toxic environment but you don't realize mm-hmm. that until you're out and it's so much fun and there's so much going on and there's so mm-hmm. much there's a social aspect to everything and that's what leads to drinking a lot of alcohol and going out you know ordering food all the time and mm-hmm. living in a sorority and you don't really mm-hmm. have a choice of what to eat and thing you it kind of just culminates into this whole thing and I think I agree completely that food contributes to anxiety and mental health and in your gut health really mm-hmm. really um is it shows in your mental health and I really think that I'm I'm sure you can agree how important it is for young people and how cool it is for people our age to be so passionate about this kind of stuff because we're the generation that's going to be raising children and the fact that we're becoming more aware as a collective about um, just a more holistic conscious lifestyle is just so amazing to me um and like you said a lot of people i used to think this too when i babysat this family they were i would i just thought they were like so natural and like mm-hmm. but they really were just living a healthy lifestyle and it's crazy because we get so used to the standard american diet that people that are actually eating healthy whole foods are like hippie and it's really uh-huh. it's so it's like there's this label that you put on this um type of lifestyle but it's just my passion and I'm sure yours is just spreading awareness about how important it is to cultivate um you know whole foods and supplement your body properly and be aware of the water you're drinking and Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff getting enough sleep just to cultivate longevity so we're we're going to be able to be present for our entire lives um yeah so interesting um I definitely had sort of a nutritional awakening after college when I left that environment and I wasn't drinking enough or drinking as much alcohol Mm -hmm. and I kind of had more um control over what I was eating my body started to shift Mm -hmm. and I was like wow this this is normal that was not normal (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we definitely normalize not feeling good. Like just in general, it's so common for us to have um, chronic illness, like wake up every day really sleepy, wake up every day with chronic fatigue, um, all of these things like we just normalize and we accept um, not feeling good. And now that I have gotten to a state where like I feel really great in my body most of the time, Um, I'm just like, I'm not settling for less now. Like I want to nourish my body. I want to show people that it's like, it's super easy. It's super easy. Like the things you said, sleeping, drinking your water, just trying to focus on having a little bit more whole foods. It can be super small and actionable, but like we need to shift as people, as communities, everything to that type of lifestyle, because that is literally what is going to get us out of this chronic illness state that everybody seems to be in yeah and I love what you said how it's not it's not super difficult it's really just about implementing small changes like I mm-hmm. I focus on intuitive eating and so people are mm-hmm. coming to me 
I want to do, I want to start a plant-based diet, but I don't know where. And so mm-hmm. you're going to have something like a muffin for breakfast and just have something on the side, like an apple, like a whole food. It's like those small changes have mm-hmm. a big impact on how we feel and getting enough sleep. It's just so beautiful. And I love, Huge. love, love your approach on Instagram. Um, I feel like you've created this really positive image for living a healthy lifestyle, whatever healthy means, just whole mm-hmm. wholeness and balance because you make whole foods look really good. And <laughs> it so that people can understand that making food with plant food is delicious. And it's like, you can still, you don't have to be vegan. You don't have to be vegetarian. You can do whatever fits you and what feels mm-hmm. so good. But cooking your own food and just just getting the benefit of food from the earth is just it's fun and it makes cooking fun and you feel in control of your body and um stuff like that and I was thinking just a few minutes ago a lot of things that I've struggled with also as um as a young adult is anxiety. And so I'm just curious as a little side note, what Mm -hmm. are there certain foods that you know of that cause anxiety in people like Mm. or something like that? Yeah. So I think that, I mean, the first thing is like leaky gut, gut, um, gut issues are a huge cause of, um, kind of like chemical brain dysfunction because like, I don't know if I'm saying the number right, but like 70 plus percent of our serotonin is made in our gut, which serotonin is like our happy chemical. So if you have a gut that is not working, you literally cannot produce those chemicals and it causes issues in your body. So I think that, um, taking a food first approach and healing my gut, like adding in things like bone broth or vegetable broth, um, that is great. That is like a first thing that I did to kind of like help seal my gut and help my anxiety. And the other thing that I got very heavily into is like herbs, like calming herbs, chamomile, lavender, those type of things um, that really helped with my anxiety, especially at nighttime. But the foods that trigger, I mean, I think first of all, alcohol is like a huge trigger for anxiety. That was like one of my main symptoms. Um, And then the other things are things that make your blood sugar go kind of crazy. So that would be like having a bunch of sugar or processed foods, inflammatory oils. Um, I think gluten as well. A lot of people don't react well to gluten because it's sprayed with so many chemicals. So I would say those things trigger anxiety and then like the herbs, the good foods for your gut are things that can kind of alleviate some of that. Oh, I love, I love knowing that. And I, I also resonate so much with your food first approach. I feel like I've heard you say that and it makes so much sense because starting a more holistic lifestyle, I feel like food is a really good place to start because it's something you can control and then you realize you have control over a lot more things than you think. And it kind of spills mm-hmm. over into the other areas of your life. When you kind of when you can control what you consume, then you start creating better boundaries with people and mm-hmm. higher standards for how you're treating your body. And when you eat well, you want to go to the gym and then you come back from the gym and you don't want to waste your workout. And so then mm-hmm. you eat healthy and it just kind of 
culminates into a lifestyle. And I feel like this is such a good place to start. Um, but I know you know so much about this topic. I want to ask you, what are functional foods? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a functional food, and I'm just kind of like throwing this definition out there. I don't know if this is like the mm-hmm. real definition, is a food that serves a purpose for you. So it's not just your typical food. It is a food that has extra benefits, um, basically to your health and wellness, um, kind of whatever that means to you. So in my opinion, these are foods that are super nutrient dense. They have a ton of vitamins and minerals and they support different processes in our body. Like maybe they support our hormones or they support our digestive system. Um, they really just are super nourishing to our bodies and serve a purpose, aka our functional. Mm-hmm. Um, and then are there foods that you would consider? I, I know, I kind of know the answer to this, but I want to hear your mm-hmm. opinion. Like, are there foods that are the opposite of functional? Like, I, I immediately think of like processed, you know, dead foods that are not like whole foods or like inflammatory oils and stuff like that. It's like the, just the yeah. opposite effect. <laughs> Yes, I think that there are absolutely foods that are not functional. And I'm not somebody who's ever like, you need to crop out this food group. Like you need to not eat this. But like there are, the reality is if a food is so processed, it's just not good for your body any way you look at it. So inflammatory oils like vegetable oil, canola oil, sunflower oil, soybean oil, those are foods that absolutely do not serve a function for your body. Um, And then I think just anything that's like, so processed out of its real form that it's like completely something else you know you see like like why stuffing the first thing that comes to my mind but like a good loaf of sourdough bread can be like amazing um for your body but when it's like all processed all these chemicals added in it's like shriveled up like who knows what's even in it Mm -hmm. that just completely defeats all of the nutrients of it so i would say that's like an anti-functional food yeah i completely agree i'm I'm definitely on the same boat. I never can, I never um, recommend that you restrict food Mm -hmm. groups or certain foods because everything really is good in moderation. It's not going to kill you if you have some canola, like, you know, but it's, there's definitely things that are better to avoid. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely a advocate for avoiding the inflammatory oils though because that's just those are about the most processed thing you can possibly consume but yeah and they're just so sneaky it's like you wouldn't even know like sometimes I like go through I go through my family's pantries like all the time to like make sure that they're good with their ingredients and it will be like a peanut butter has canola oil in it and I'm like why like do they just add it in for fun like it's so random we don't need that I know I noticed that too as this journey has kind of progressed for me. I am a label reader till I think anymore. And I I don't think it, it is to a fault at all because I believe that everyone deserves to know what they're eating. And I yeah. think that a lot of people would have um they would be on board if they just understood the harm that like inflammatory oils mm-hmm. for you and they would it's like that's what we're doing is we're spreading our knowledge and giving people the opportunity to know at least what the ingredients mean and stuff like that because 
I was at the store the other day and it was a health food store and I was just kind of moseying around and I realized I there is canola or palm or sunflower oil and literally every peanut butter and mm-hmm. nut butter out there and it was hard to find one that didn't and that's even in a health food store so it is so sneaky mm-hmm. um but I want to ask you what are what are some foods like I'm not sure if you use like superfoods you know like a superfood powder or mm-hmm. like, certain whole foods, superfoods, like what are the things that you like to include in every day, or at least make sure you get at least a little, a few portions a week? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that with the food as medicine approach, um, I really am treating food as medicine. Like when people take medicine, they take it every single day or they take it multiple times a week. And so with my approach, if I am trying to get a bunch of minerals and nutrients from food. Like I am trying to consistently eat it during the week. One, because it tastes good. And two, because I want to get that food as medicine um, benefit. So I would say like my top, maybe five or six foods that I think just like serve such nutritional great value are one pumpkin seeds. They're full of zinc, magnesium, iron, potassium. Um, I'm just obsessed with pumpkin seeds. They can go like in your yogurt, on your oatmeal, in your salad, everywhere. Amazing. Um, my second one, and this might be my most, my thing I'm most obsessed with is mushrooms. Like I drink mushroom coffee. I put mushrooms in my soup. I have mushroom powders. I drink mushroom tea. Like I am just really obsessed with mushrooms because, um, they're immune modulating, which basically means like they jump on your good immune cells and help, um, strengthen your immune system. And everybody could use a little immune system strengthening. So mushrooms are my second. My third one is garlic and ginger. Um, I add those into tea. You can cook with, um, ginger and garlic because they're super antimicrobial and antibacterial. So they just are kind of like, um, nature's, um, like nature's little scrub for our body. It's like taking antibiotics, but not. Um, And then leafy greens, they're full of so many minerals, nutrients, phytonutrients, everything. And then my last one would probably be bone broth. Um, And I think if you don't consume animal products, vegetable broth and stock can be super good when something is like cooked down that much. It just basically takes all the minerals minerals and nutrients out of the vegetable or the meat, which are just super nutritious for your body. So I think those are my top functional foods that I try to get in multiple days a week. I love it. I love superfoods. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. I, I love educating people and I'm sure you do too about how much vitamins and minerals and just dense nutrient value is in superfoods in such a small amount and mm-hmm. I love all of those things um one of my favorite things is hemp seeds mm, yes I love hemp seeds as well the same thing with pumpkin seeds like you could be eating whatever and they're tasteless and they add texture and so much protein and I feel like it's a little a fun little way to um get your Um, vitamins and minerals in because I know a lot of people ask um I I'm mainly plant-based I I don't usually eat meat products or Mm -hmm. or anything like that so people always ask me how I get my protein how I get enough minerals and vitamins Mm -hmm. and I wish I could just 
like compile all this information and be able to tell people how much um how much all of those vital nutrients are in plant foods and superfoods mm-hmm. and stuff like that like like pumpkin seeds and stuff it's just it's amazing food is medicine what about what about herbs what are your favorite herbs that you use on a daily basis mm, yeah right now I am very into this like hormone tea blend that I drink every day. I kind of go through phases. Like I'll think of a area of my body that I want to support. And right now it's my hormones because they've been a little crazy. And so I just go to the herb shop and I get bulk, like two ounces of each of these. And then I just have them loose leaf every morning. I get, um, I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but it's like chaste berry, chaste berry, or it's called Vitex, um, licorice, hibiscus, and what is the fourth one? Maybe the fourth one's like white peony and, or no, it's spearmint, spearmint. And so I put all those four together and it tastes so good. It's like this little pepperminty fruity situation. Um, but that is my tea that I've been drinking for like the past four months and I'm obsessed with it. Oh my God. I love it. I, I was going to mention it, but, um, but I have become a mushroom gal too. <gasps> I, I just discovered this company and this is not sponsored or anything, but I became an affiliate or ambassador for them because they're, it's called Live Ultimate and they have superfood powder with, mm-hmm. um, with four types of mushrooms in it. And then they also mm-hmm. have um, just a plain full loaded um, mushroom supplement and Mm. it's incredible I drink that every single day I it's not the best tasting thing sometimes but I see food as medicine and I'm like whatever yeah oh yeah for sure I mix mushrooms with my matcha with with tea and today this this evening I was drinking um I have like a mushroom cacao mix and so I put Mm. it and it's like with homemade hemp milk and it's literally like the most decadent thick hot chocolate ever oh that sounds so good oh my god I love mushrooms I want to do a whole episode on mushrooms honestly because yeah mushrooms are oh they're just so amazing in so many ways for our bodies seriously and I as I was learning uh, more about them it's this guy explained them to be like when you when you consume functional mushrooms it's like your body is finally getting like the things it's been craving all mm-hmm. oh my god you're finally feeding mushrooms to me like thank god i can now like repair some neuro circuits boost mm-hmm. your immunity like improve your focus like boost your mood like when i have my mushroom cacao drink or mushroom whatever i mm-hmm. feel genuinely more focused and happy and just more stimulated and like alert it's crazy yeah yeah I really feel I I do definitely feel a difference since I've like incorporated mushrooms into my diet and life yeah what brand do you use I drink um it's called it's organo it's like called king coffee um that's just what a lot of new people who did my program um I just kind of like found it through them and it has like the mushroom spores in it which is like the inside the powerful part 
but um that is what i use but i also use the collagen further foods collagen and they also have reishi mushrooms but besides that i have like if i see a mushroom product anywhere like a tincture face mask i don't care what it is like i will get it and try it um because i just like i want to find every single possible way to incorporate <laughs> mushrooms like into my day as i can and <laughs> your smoothie exactly love it so with all of your information and what you do and um i i feel like people are really becoming interested but sometimes they don't know where to start so i'm just curious on your take of where how people can start navigating like the journey to eating more clean Mm-hmm. Out without feeling like they have to restrict their favorite foods. And I know you know this pretty well because you recreate recipes a lot. Mm-hmm. So what is your take on that? Because I know restricting foods is, it puts people off of eating healthy, you know? Yeah. I can't eat pizza anymore. I can't eat macaroni, but you really can't mm-hmm. have all of those things. So what what's your take on that? Yeah, yeah. I think that um, especially when you start to, when you're transitioning from a diet that's maybe primarily processed foods, not as healthy to a whole foods diet, with any transition in life, no matter what it is, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable and it's going to be a little bit hard. And you're probably going to go through those phases where you're like, oh, I just want to get McDonald's. Like it just tastes so good. But then once you start eating real whole foods, like I don't actually crave those things anymore. I'm so much happier making myself like a delicious burger or some homemade fries versus getting that somewhere else. So I think that the first thing is having kind of like an abundance mindset. Like I can eat any whole food. Like I can take any recipe, like something I used to get in college a lot, which is so scary. I got this is like the KFC famous bowls. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. If you haven't don't, cause they're scary. <laughs> it's basically just like potatoes, gravy, like fried chicken. And I like recreated that with like whole real foods. Um, and it tasted so good. So I guess like switching to an abundant mindset. And if you're starting, just simply try to add a few more vegetables or fruits a day. Like when you go to the grocery store, instead of getting something from the processed food inner aisles, go to the outer aisles and try a new vegetable. And I think that that's just the easiest place to start is just how can I have one more vegetable day? How can I have one more fruit a day? And then it kind of like starts to snowball. You'll want to try more things. You'll realize they taste good. Um, But I think that for me personally, just with how I feel, it never really gets to a restrictive mindset because I like honor and respect my body so much that I want to nourish it with the best um, things for it. And I think that when you start to eat a healthier diet, you feel so good that you're like, I want to feel like this all the time. Um, And then it doesn't really have to be a restrictive mindset anymore because you just respect yourself and you have a little bit more education on what things are good for your body and aren't. And it just becomes like such an easy lifestyle. It becomes like when you're a toddler and you don't know how to walk and then you're able to walk and it's easy. That's like kind of how it is with health and wellness and eating better at first. It's like, what is happening? I don't know how to navigate. And then it's baby steps, eating whole foods, drinking more water, um, just being more intuitive. How does my body feel when I eat this? And then it just kind of spirals. And now I'm like, 
I'm able to take like any random food and make all these um, like remakes of recipes that used to be unhealthy. So it kind of just like it, once you start eating healthy, it just kind of like takes you and it's a full journey. Yeah, I completely agree. And I feel like you almost become just like you said, more in tune with how you feel after the things that you eat. And it's almost like you go chasing that feeling, which is great because if you start this journey and it is a little bit uncomfortable, but then you realize, wow, I feel so good. And then you go back and eat a KFC bowl. Famous bowl. I was going to say super bowl. (laughs) But you go back and eat a, a famous bowl and it does not make you feel good. And so you just naturally decide wow I feel disgusting after eating that so I'm probably not going to do that anymore so it's like you go you just chase this feeling of being you feel healthy and you feel clean and you feel vibrant and and you can think clearly and you don't have as much brain fog and you're not as sleepy throughout the day it's just like you it totally snowballs and oh I love it it's exactly what I believe in um yeah yeah and I think how you talk about intuitive eating like I know that's a huge focus of yours when you start to eat healthier you will notice that food that is not good for you makes you feel so not good like your body will feel it and when you eat good food you'll be more intuitive and you'll be like wow I feel really great I have more energy I have these things and so I think that how you talk about intuitive eating is so important and such a huge tie to understand like what makes our body feel good. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of foods out there, like the opposite of functional foods, you know, the inflammatory oils, the additives, preservatives, they really mess up your body chemistry and your hormones. And that leads to you not knowing, you know, makes you hungry all the time, makes you mm-hmm. sugar. And so you really are out of tune with your hunger cues and you feel hungry all the time but nothing is really nourishing and so when you kind of eating more of the whole foods um you gain more of the natural hunger and fullness cues and you're really not as hungry and you can eat so much more which Mm -hmm. is fun and great because i love eating yeah yeah um I always see you on Instagram doing grocery hauls. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I know this is kind of like a large question, but I want you to take us through like a grocery haul. Say you're going to like Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. What are the things that you can just think of off the top of your head that you get for the week to like prepare you for being able to make like breakfasts, good whole food dinners, and like having some mm-hmm. snacks on hand? Yes. Great question. So I think when I'm going into the grocery store, first of all, I mentioned this earlier, but I'm shopping mainly on the outer aisles because that is where the produce, the fresh foods are. Another thing that I kind of keep in mind when I'm shopping is quality because that's also really important. So I'm trying to, if I can, if it's accessible, getting organic, pasture-raised, grass-fed meats, if you are buying meats, um, And if I am getting processed foods, I am trying to get things with the minimal ingredient list and all things I can read. If I can't pronounce something, I'm not going to get it. Um, And I think that's a super easy rule of thumb. 
as you're going through Whole Foods, because there's so many fun little treats that seem healthy, look at the back. If there's more than 10 ingredients or if there's um, things that you don't know how to say, then that's probably too processed. Um, so those are like kind of my rule of thumbs for when I'm grocery shopping. But the things that I kind of always keep on hand that I think are great, I always get like a nut milk because you can make smoothies, you can use that in oatmeal, you can use that in everything. Um, for vegetable wise, I always get like leafy greens. I get all different types like kale, Swiss chard, collard greens, dandelion greens, arugula. Um, and then I always get avocado. I just love avocado. I have avocado with literally every meal. And then I try to get more of a um, starchy, um, a starchy vegetable because personally, I'm just not a huge grain person. It just doesn't intuitively make my body feel great. So something that I utilize a lot is squash, like in-season squash or sweet potatoes. I think that those are super nutrient dense. Um, and then I always get um, some type of berries or fruit. And so I would say like a leafy green, a more starchy veggie, um, and then berries, a nut milk. I do eat meat. So I get some meats, um, usually fish, some eggs and that kind of really that kind of really rams out everything I need because you can take you can like mix and match you can take like okay I'm going to take these two vegetables and if you are somebody who eats grains or something in like this rice and I'm going to put it together and I'm going to make a taco bowl or I'm going to take this this and that and make a stir fry um and so really just grabbing the most colorful things that you can find I always try to get something that I haven't had before but when I've done this for a long time, like I obviously can't really find things that I haven't had anymore. Um, but just getting colorful things and then like literally looking them up. Like if you're somebody who doesn't really cook with a bell pepper, looking up like healthy bell pepper recipes and like just trying something completely new and it can be so fun and taste so good. And Pinterest is your best friend. Yes. And your like I scroll through Instagram sometimes I'm like well, that was Olivia's recipe. Like, <laughs> from, like, thank you. For anyone that hasn't seen your Instagram, we'll kind of do that at the end, but you have to follow her because I love your food photos and recipes, and it just makes eating healthy look so good. And thank you. Yeah. I am, as we kind of, near the end of this episode, I just want to say how cool it is that we are both on these journeys, but we are doing mm -hmm. different things. I am focused more on holistic health coaching, um, specializing in intuitive eating and just getting people in a more um, positive mindset around their body mm -hmm. image and their capabilities with um, that kind of stuff. And you doing what you do we're doing different things but they work mm. so well and I love yeah. having people like you in my circle because the things that I cannot do because I don't usually focus solely on food with clients mm -hmm. I can refer them to people like you <laughs> want like um a specialized treatment in food specifically so I want to give you a chance to tell my listeners where people, where they can find you if you have a website or um what you offer 
Yes, yeah. So the best place to find recipes and just kind of see all the things that I post about food is my Instagram, which is living well. It's L-I-V dot I-N-G well. Um, that is my Instagram. And then I also am taking in this new year, a few functional nutritional clients. So I have a website and it's live dash well, same thing.com. Um, yeah. And so I, I kind of, I'm like you a little bit and like a little bit early in like my practice and like what I'm doing. So right now I'm just really working with people who are having chronic health issues, whether that's things like IBS or digestive issues, maybe they're having um, skin concerns, hormonal imbalances, those type of things to just take a food first approach, um, become more intuitive, how body intuitive on how food is making their body feel. Um, and then basically just work with foods and herbs and things to kind of restore balance. So those are the two best places to find me. Beautiful. Well, everyone go follow Livia and thank you so much for sharing your space and yeah, we will talk soon, hopefully. Yes. Thank you, Molly. Yeah, of course. Wow. That was so good. You guys, thank you all for listening. Um, I appreciate every single one of you. Um, I would love to connect more with you guys and answer any questions or just connect through conversation about anything that came up during this episode. So you can follow me on Instagram at Molly Ray McKenzie um, and check out my website. If you haven't yet, it's mollyhealthcoach.com. I will include both of those links in the show notes and I'll see you next time.